Well, (laughs) so it begins. Uh, This is our first attempt at trying to do some kind of podcast here uh, after a lot of uh, encouragement from many people. Um, We're we're here together, finally doing that. So I'll introduce myself. I am Monica. And I'm Monique, or I'm trying to sound a little different, <laughs> but we're twins. We're we twins. Should, we should have said, said that together. <laughs> and we're twins. Uh, so hopefully you can tell the difference, uh, those that, that kind of hang out with us long enough to know. Uh, I think over time you'll be able to, to tell the difference. But um, uh, again, Monica, Monique, uh, and you'll probably tell within our personalities. But yeah, we're here and finally deciding to dive in and do this whole podcast thing. Uh, it, it's a bit unexpected for mm-hmm. both of us to be doing this. Um, but like I said, after much encouragement from friends and, and strangers for some time, number of years, uh, I suppose we yeah. decided to dive into it. <laughs> and we're trying it out. Yeah. Uh, and I hope the name of our, our podcast isn't too cheesy. Yeah, I thought, well, I thought it was clever. Hey, what is well, that's clever because it's the both of us. It's like double vision, but <laughs> the I guess the overall goal of of what we want to do here is to encourage believers, uh, encourage one another in this walk towards heaven, um, and really just take some time to sit with us as we're just processing stuff. This is stuff we do over cups of coffee. So the deal mm. or the, the vibe we want is for you guys to be like, imagine yourself like at a coffee shop or Starbucks listening to two people that cannot control the volume of their voice. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole the conversation is interesting enough where you're just kind of eardropping. So that's that's the overall goal yeah. of um, what we're trying to do together. Because we the, literally, well, the stuff you're going to hear is just... Me and Monique sitting together, like yeah. we're literally just sitting here having, you know, a couple sips of something to drink and hanging out yeah. and uh, going to talk about just what God has been showing us throughout uh, our day or throughout uh, whatever, whatever's happening uh, in the world and filter all these things that we're experiencing and seeing uh, through the wisdom and truth of God. So yeah. uh, we hope you guys enjoy and that it resonates with you. So. Yeah, that's the overall goal. Well, Monique, sister, yeah, sister, yeah. As you can hear my enthusiasm. <laughs> Glad to be here. Yes, Monique, I know you. I know you're pretty. I I know you don't want me to tell you how you feel about this, <laughs> but I mean, now that we're actually sitting here at the table with like a mic, how do you? How are you doing? Um, I just want to thank my sister. Uh, <laughs> My younger sister Evelyn for being our sole listener. <laughs> Thanks, <Appreciate> Evelyn. <laughs> your support, <laughs> Evelyn. <laughs> Evelyn, our sister. So, uh, a lot needs to say. We we I thought for some time, kind of what would be the first, uh, you know, pieces of content or discussion that we would process together and. Um, didn't want to harp on what we already know uh, that's going on there. We know that we're hearing so much about injustice. We know that we're hearing so much about inequality. Um, it's being beaten to our brains. Um, uh, we know we're hearing so much about destruction and, and everything. And I don't know 
if anyone out there is like me, but I am really tired of hearing about what's wrong with the world. And I am a solutions person and I don't like wasting time talking about whose fault is this or that, because as we do that, nothing ever gets done. It's frustrating. So, you know, um, my, I, I thought like, okay, can we start talking about really what we can be doing or our behavior or our thinking should be as Christians or people within the body of Christ. Um, and even if you're not a Christian and you're just looking for some direction and truth and, and, and purpose, obviously we, me and Monique know that you're only going to find that solely in Jesus Christ, which we hope that you'll discover while we're here. Yeah. Um, but you know, um, like I, I want, I want to know how to actually start bringing change because there's a lot of that. So, um, and the popular word, the popular thing, and seems to be really within the minds of people today is this romanticized view of communism, socialism, these ideas that, uh, years ago weren't really prevalent, but now they're like commonplace and, you know, yeah, I am really starting to see how much I fell asleep in this whole process of, the way the world's changed and their way of thinking and and how they want to do life and society. And I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, why, why have I been, (laughs) how have I been asleep until it starts affecting, you know, how I, you know, do my day to day, or I'm starting to see how it is going to start affecting my day to day. So Mm -hmm. yeah, it definitely is making an impact now. It's definitely awake. (laughs) <laughs> starting to get woke woke woke, woke as you yes. say woke 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 woke, woke. <laughs> well I, you know as I was thinking I woke up um I think it was probably Friday morning and um ended up reading uh the scripture of the day um on you know my bible on my app and um it seems like there's just this idea that everybody wants something for free like that everyone wants like free health care free education uh just a lot of free stuff mm-hmm. and uh you know I could see how that would make people's lives a lot easier but as I woke up I was reading Isaiah uh chapter 55 uh verses 1 I think it's through, uh, I think it's one through three and it says, anyone, is anyone thirsty? Come and drink. Even if you have no money, come take your choice of milk or wine. It's all free. Why spend your money on food that does not give you strength? Why pay for food that, uh, that does you no good? Listen to me. And you will eat what is good. You will enjoy the finest food. And as I read that, I don't know, strangely, the word like socialism came through my mind. And I was like, this is kind of weird. Like, this sounds like the attitude of a lot of people, like what they want, you know, like they want, uh, you know, it feels like they want the state to uh, fulfill every kind of need and every kind of issue of life. And that's, I'm seeing on the human standard as a, as a believer, as a follower of Jesus Christ, that is dang near impossible. It's never going to happen. And when I read this scripture, I was like, oh my gosh, like it's found in you. All this free stuff (laughs) is found in you. And you're saying, Hey, come have, come and buy with no money, come and drink. 
have your fill and and why pay you're telling like why use your money it's so good here and i just thought that was absolutely it just made me because my mind mm. to kind of process some things and and help me to see the reality of God's economy versus you know man's human and social economy mm-hmm. um, we've talked or I've heard a fair amount of talks like a lot of talks because uh, now socialism and Marxism and all these things uh, are starting to become more more commonplace in in daily discussions with everyday people and you know, in that process, I'm constantly, consistently seeing how it does not work. Like money runs out. People, the people that actually implement these systems end up becoming the tyrants that they just took out of the system. So, you know, when I read the scripture, he says, come, come, why pay for food that does, you no good? Listen to me and you will eat what is good. You will enjoy the finest food, like hearing how, you know, and it's all free and, and hearing how people in Venezuela and other co- uh, countries that have tried mm-hmm. this type of social experiment and it just diving, um, it's just so strange to me, but I think the strangest thing to me, again, as a Christian, is how it's infiltrating the ideas of other believers as well. Yeah. And that's scary. That's very scary. It's a, definitely a lack of trust. I can see that a great deal, a lack of trust. I mean, the funny thing you're talking about, like, come by for me. And, you know, it's interesting because if you know that God runs everything, he owns everything, he has all the money anyway, so of course, <laughs> under under his rule and leadership, he can offer those privileges and resources because they're endless. Mm-hmm. He earns it all. So I think it's really funny they say, come and get what you... And it's like, you know, you don't have to... Um, there's nothing to give back. In fact, it, again, it just re- mirrors a great deal of God's nature and character, which is his grace, like his generosity. I always talk about like God's generosity. And that's the funny thing, how in this whole idea of this aspect of lack of generosity um, from, we'll say, the powers that be, and they themselves won't be able to walk in that same generosity because they don't have the heart of God. Mm-hmm. That's just not possible. It's not mm-hmm. possible. So it's it's kind of squeezing blood out of a turnip. <laughs> I would definitely say so. And it's, I don't know, like I said, I, my, my heart in all of this is to always walk in truth. And, you know, I appreciate, um, you know, again, you know, sister, you being here because then we get to look at these situations. We get to talk about these kind of things and, again, process them through the wisdom of God, through the truth of his word. Because ultimately the goal, like if you guys out there listen to this and you can resonate, if any of this resonates with you, great. But no, we're not here actually preaching to you. You guys are just honestly listening to mm-hmm. what me and Monique talk about <laughs> over coffee. Like, yeah. seriously, like this is what we do on a daily basis or when we do see each other and <laughs> uh, uh, just figured it'd be good for us to record it but you know again looking at god's economy versus man's economy like you said before sister like it's not in human hands to be able to um execute such a large need if anything it shows the inadequacy and limitations of us as human beings to be able to say okay you know what even those if those that are in leadership those are in like I said, the powers that be claiming, offering things that they cannot 
follow through with. It's impossible for them to follow through with, which I never understood. Why we want to take the haphazard promises of human beings when we have people next to us that can't even follow. We got people that won't even show up when they're supposed to show up on time. How are we supposed to trust and believe that that human systems or human ideas are going to be able to follow through, which is why I kind of enjoy this scripture is because God can put up and actually write checks and cash them. Mm-hmm. He can write checks and cash them. And and there's no question that that's what he's like, why spend your money? I have everything. Matter of fact, come and I can I can fill fill it up. And not only is it like, you know, uh not is it just food, but it's the finest of food. Because you can I mean I'm sure any of us, I don't know if any of you guys have ever been on the system or had an opportunity <laughs> to be on the system back in the day when it yeah. was like legit food stamps. Yeah. Like government cheese was government <laughs> cheese. cheese. It was not the you knew you were eating food from the system. It was not the best. Of you, were, you had the coupon. You had everybody knew. Everybody knew, or the box of cereal that said like cereal. You know what I mean? You knew you were eating government food, and the fact that you know, again, in God's economy, it's the finest. Mm-hmm. It's the finest. And so, of course, obviously, you know, it's not so much as figurative, but again, I'm just comparing, you know, uh, you know, really kind of apples to oranges. You can't compare the two. But yet, you know, that's what they're trying to do. But the thing that stuck out to me further into the scripture was um, it says, come to me with your ears wide open. Listen and you will find life. I will make an everlasting covenant with you. I will give you all the unfailing love I promised to David. See how I used him to display my power among the peoples. I made him a leader among nations. You will also command nations. Oh, you also will command nations. Do you not know? And peoples unknown to you will come running to obey because I, the Lord, your God, the Holy One of Israel have made you glorious. Um, and it further into the scripture, it says, um, let, let them turn to the Lord that he may have mercy on them. Yes. Turn to our God for he will forgive generously. My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord. And my ways are far beyond anything you can imagine for just as the heavens are higher than earth, the earth. So my ways are higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. So, again, going back into, uh, again, God's, God's economy versus man's social economies. It's like, I, I, again, in my, in my time talking with other believers, uh, the thing that seems to really stick out is the, the constant, or I would say, this growing idea of bringing what is heavenly down instead of elevating you know what is earthly up and um reminding remembering that our thoughts are always going to be so far below it has nothing to do sometimes we'll read that I read that scripture yeah. and people just kind of are like you know well you, there's no way of understanding what's being done because God's ways are higher when really when I'm reading it now it's like oh no I have to elevate my thoughts to where he is it's not about me bringing God's ideas down. It's about changing my ideas and elevate them upward. Because then from that vantage point, I can really see things for the way they need to be seen. Yeah. Like, it's really interesting, like, when you talk about this whole economy 
and I'm really starting to see how much more than just God being this influence to you know the architecture of just like America and how it ran how it runs but it is truly like the uh cornerstone of it functioning like this is what they're dismantling right now mm-hmm. And, you know, again, I, I, looking back, I'm like, wow, they've been chipping away at this for some time. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, yes, so this church kind of, you know, fell into just it fell into us in our corner. <clears throat> and now that it's kind of really affected the body in such a way, more than just like, OK, we're, we're not involved, but actually bled into how we how we think. Right. But it's been really interesting um, because they're basically when it comes to this new way of doing things this whole idea of just again like socialism and you know just straight out okay yeah we're just we're just marxists like this is what we're doing yeah um it makes me think about i don't know this the the tower of babel and how they constantly you know like they tried to build something like they tried to we're constantly trying to make this utopia and they believe like oh everything's even out everything's spread out Everything's just evenly distributed. If we take from, you know, people um, that have more and, and even it out, then everyone's going to be happy and everyone's going to be blessed. And right. I, I see this constant mindset. It's all it's an old mindset of of the Bab- of Babel. Like we can build something as good as God, mm-hmm. if not better without him. Mm-hmm. And it always falls apart. It, mm-hmm. it, and it's been evident it falls apart. But. Yet, you know, we continue to just want to be blind to, well, it's, it could be different for us. If it could be different for us, <laughs> well, that was them, but we're different. It's like, <laughs> if you're born a human, then <laughs> it's going to play out the same way. Right. And I think that's the part that I've been finding really interesting is seeing these old attitudes and mindsets still playing out. Like, mm-hmm. the same crowds that cheered Jesus are now, you know... And and then turned on mm-hmm. him and said that mm-hmm. he was this, you know, um, unworthy man are the same crowds that will, you know, you, you think as a believer, honestly, and I'll just be real, like you think as a believer and you hope as a believer, looking back and being in that crowd, would you be shouting, no, we want Jesus. But I'll just say this much. If you see the truth in front of you. Yeah. When it comes to certain qualified <laughs> candidates and people, I'm going to just going to say you you most likely you're going to you're going you're going to pick Barabbas. Yeah. You're yeah, just going to yeah, pick Barabbas. Yeah, I, yeah, I really yeah. like that's just how it is. Like and I I remember reading that I'm like, "Wow, God, like this is not new. No. This is old. This is the same <clears throat> kind of atmosphere, group think you know, um, over overpowering voices that you know siphon out. Yeah, like it was like, wow, this is this isn't old at all. No wonder Jesus it was. It's like I knew they were gonna do this because that's what y'all humans do <laughs> all the time. <laughs> you do it all the time. Like I, mm-hmm. it makes it really. It's and it's interesting even seeing things in the the prophecies about just Jesus coming and you're going to reject me. And like, really? Like you would think you see it and you know, you wrote it out. Maybe we'll do something right, different. Right. And it's like, no, that's, that's just because that's just what you do. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you said that I'm 
not that I like the reference in that scripture, like my ways are above your ways. My thoughts are above like your thoughts. I, I love that. Even the scripture talks about it. God makes it clear that he's not like us. Mm-hmm. And so I, I love bringing it back around the reality of the, the people that started this country that built the rules and built the structure knew what men who men were and who God is mm-hmm. and what men are capable of and what God is able to restrain. And we find freedom being under the rules and submission of God. Mm-hmm. You know, they knew that they knew that we're always going to what we ran, what we ran away from. Mm-hmm. We have the capability if not, we will do it again. So let's try and figure out how not to do this again since we worked so hard to get out of here. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's make God the main standard and focal point. Let's make God the one who we see that, hey, we can buy from him without any money. He's generous in these right. ways. Let's let's siphon from him. Like Let's go to him all the like just not only like the moral levels but also like um engaging humanity like yeah the ten commandments make sense if people didn't (laughs) if you live with someone that didn't follow those things they wouldn't be a great person to live with right right i always i always consider them even though i you know um talking with other people about rules and stuff i'm like they're just god's House rules for humanity, if you right, mean. right. <laughs> they do definitely reflect how much who he is and what we lack. But it's like if hey, if you don't kill, if you don't steal, if you don't covet, if you don't, you know, you know, be envious over someone else's stuff. If you like, you're you're pretty much a, a person people wouldn't like like to be around. Mm-hmm. You know, you be an asset to society, not a. Right. Not a liability. If you're right. a person that's doing all those things and feel entitled and, and taking stuff and stealing stuff and killing people because you mm-hmm. feel like you have the right to do it, like, and disregarding, you know, other people, like, that, that's just not a good person to live with. I think also there's one reality. Pardon me if I'm clearing my voice. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Sorry about that, guys. One thing I realized, too, is, you know, there's a reality that we have to come to terms with is that uh, there is absolutely nothing that comes from free, for free. Um, it costs somebody something. Mm-hmm. And even the free gift of salvation, which to say, oh, here's the free gift. It's free to us. True. It's free to us. But it, we have to remember it costs God. This is like start applying. Like I just feel in my mind, start applying God's economy and ditch human economies. Well, I mean, well, because, just really, not to cut you off <clears throat> quick, but again, from that scripture you're talking about, you're mm-hmm. right. That is still at so much expense because it's mm-hmm. come and take. Yes. And, it costs somebody. Like, it's something. not like uh, he's this person who seems to be that. That's a bad business practice. <laughs> to, if I want to run a business and say, take what you want. It's free. Like it's gonna be. It's gonna be at the expense of my business. Mm-hmm. But go ahead and finish. You're making a really good point. No, but it's true. Like it. Like it. I just want to. Like I feel in my mind right now. It's starting to absorb. It's like I, you need to ditch any kind of human human ideas in economy mm-hmm. because you've got to understand this. This is the way that God. Uh, it, like installed it like there's no like it's like okay from the time he spun the earth into motion he installed mm-hmm. this kind of exchange so there's nothing from the time that we fell in the perfection in the garden it cost somebody mm-hmm. something 
you know? Yeah. And so to even have this idea that you could possibly get anything for free mm-hmm. and have it not cost somebody something is a redundant mm-hmm. idea. <clears throat> you don't even have to have... <clears throat> A degree in business to understand that or some kind of level of economics to get that. Like it's it's a simplicity in God's word mm-hmm. that makes it absolutely clear. It costs somebody something to something has to die for something else to live. Someone has to pay for someone to gain. You cannot get it. So the fact that this this these ideas or these social systems or the really their dreams, they're ridiculous. <laughs> if I sit down and really think about them and process them again through the word of God, they're pipe dreams now that I think about it. Like, how can you romanticize that idea? <laughs> how? Because it's impossible. The only way that God, and see, the funny thing is even the scripture, is something that God gives. Mm-hmm. Like he, he says, you know, come. He, it's not a state ordinance. It's not something that the president or someone signs into or a lot. Like he's like, it's his stuff. He gives it away. Mm-hmm. None of these people that are signing off or making these promises are giving things away that they own. Mm-hmm. They don't even own them. Mm-hmm. So how how can we? And again, this is like in my mind as a believer. If you're if you're a Bible believing Christian and follow Jesus Christ, let any of those ideas even slip into your mind. They make no sense. They make no sense. So I just, you got to love God's word right now because I'm like, it's making so much more sense to me. Like it's going to cost something or someone something. So free school is going to cost somebody something. Free Medicare is going to cost somebody something. Free, free, anything is going to cost someone something. It's never free. Think of, I, I, I would say best situation. Think of, you know, you and a friend are in a environment that's cold and you're the only one with the jacket. If you want your friend to be warm and give him your jacket, one of you is going to be cold. <laughs> Someone's going to have to sacrifice mm-hmm. their comfort to give that to someone else. Yeah. And um, if we fall into these systems, everyone's giving up. Like, think about it, people. Everyone's giving up a comfort. You understand if we, I mean, I mean to cut you off, sister. No, but, you didn't cut me off. But you know what I'm saying? I realize that now that you mentioned about the whole cold, the cold, cold thing, it's like, okay, if we ascribe to this idea of socialism, like we lose all our comforts. It is, it like, yeah, seriously, it's, it's a cotton candy pipe dream. Yeah. We really think about it. I mean, I like the fact that you made that this is something that has been built into, um, from the. From the beginning, I think mm-hmm. I, I agree. Like from the moment of the fall, but also God, God being all knowing, mm-hmm. knew the moment that He said, "Let there be." Yeah, this was going to happen. So it was <clears throat> built in from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and then again, in that, in that, like there is so much depth, and it should hopefully reveal to the heart of those that want to see the generosity of God and his heart towards us. You know what I mean? Like, oftentimes they have that question like, well, if he knew we were going to fall, why did he even bother? So, number one, he's all about his glory, so mm-hmm. praise, praise him for that. And two, like, he gets, he gets to demonstrate the power of his love and generosity, we get to witness that. Mm-hmm. We get to experience that. Mm-hmm. And 
And when I, when I look at it, then just like he's this guy that sets you up to fail. It's like, no, he knew you're going to fail, but he still gave the chance anyway mm-hmm. to do <laughs> to get it right. But, mm-hmm. And even knowing that you wouldn't get it right, so give it up to because that's, you know, that's who he is, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I mean, and and with all this this discussion with um, regarding you know uh, suggested or you know social socialism, socialism, communism, um, again, has made me start to do more of a deep dive into um, you know American history, which we need to bring back. Do yourself a favor, like go and learn, go and sit under some really good, you know, talks, read some books um, about American history. Because I remember, sister, we were talking and you were like, you know, you can see why back in the day, you know, I think I think it was during, they talked about the McCarthy era or something like that, about blacklisting and all of that, why they were so heavy handed about it. And at the time I used to think like, yeah, man, they were so mean to, these people with an idea. But now that I understand, I'm understanding more and more again through God's word, through, uh, you know, his wisdom, I'm starting to really appreciate what we have here in America. And I know I'm going to lose some friends with this statement, whatever, don't care. Uh, I love, I've got all the friend I need in Jesus. It's cool. But, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm having a growing appreciation, uh, for that. So, um, (laughs) You know, do yourself a favor. Remember, and my sister was sharing like how America, in like in no some not in so many words, was really really a a fluke of an idea. Like kind of like okay, I always thought like okay, these men decided to fight against England and just kind of do their thing in America, and here we are, two hundred plus years later, ta da, right? <clears throat> but not understanding that the the fragility of an idea it can easily change with the minds of the people mm-hmm. it can easily change with the minds of the people and there is like this this aspect we've taken the things that we have here for granted mm-hmm. it is not common it is not regular and the fact that you have these men that came together um you know in 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 great consideration not wanting to repeat what they've seen, because they've seen monarchies, they've seen uh, theocracies, they've seen all these other other pieces of social ideas come together and crumble or fall on each other, and kind of took something from from all of them and created this idea and like just threw it up against the wall and it stuck <laughs> and it worked, and that's not common. That's a divine. Uh, uh, divine happening, and again, not only that, but influence <clears throat> other countries, influence other countries, other nations, and right? I think, man, again, it just really is referencing or reflecting, you know, how you know, of course, America is nothing like, you know, Israel's Israel, like Israel, God, Israel yeah. is like that's his people, that's his, that's, that's his home, <clears throat> but there are shadows of that reflected, especially in something that God, uh inspired and created and so I don't doubt for a minute it's something created but it definitely makes it you know nowhere like he told Abraham like you know you'll your children will like basically bless other nations and I definitely feel like America has done that and 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 yeah. there is influence but unfortunately with gay 
you know example of Israel yeah, the same well, thing. <laughs> well just like too much is given much is much required, is required. unfortunately the responsibility that we had of influence and now seeing areas of negative influence is it's you un- know yeah. it's, it's really dis- well disappointing is not the word but it's like devastating like the fact that my sister in Japan is like be careful I was always scared <laughs> you know her being a missionary and her being in in dangerous situations because of her faith and I'm like here I am in America. And, and she's and like, again, look out. <laughs> yeah, forgive me for thinking that our time wouldn't come. But she's just like, just, you know, praying for your safety. And I'm like, what? <laughs> that, that you're like, I'm in America. What do you mean? Right? must be real <laughs> yeah, right. And missionaries in other countries are like, are you okay? <laughs> do you need to come over here? <laughs> you know? Like, so, yeah, I mean, my thought too and my encouragement, you know, to uh, the believers, we're going to wrap it up pretty soon. So I was like, I'm sure we went over 30 minutes. We're trying our best to to care, take care of time because we know attention spans are quite short uh, nowadays. But anyway, <clears throat> um, I don't know. As I sit and I think my encouragement to the believer far beyond discussing what's wrong, uh, I'm reminded that we are the holders of of light the salt, the salt of the earth, um, uh, hands and feet of Jesus Christ and holders of righteousness and truth. Mm -hmm. And so despite all that we're seeing, um, right now I'm just, I'm just focused on my reminding myself and those around me. And I want them to remind me too, to stay focused on that. Mm -hmm. Um, because, you know, I think the thing that's been the most, I want to say grieving to my heart is um, talking with other believers and they've forgotten that point. Yeah. And they're getting caught up in, in, in things that are <laughs> really, really emotionally driven and non-essential. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> when our focus needs to be these people out there that are running the streets uh, with these ideas are really people lacking purpose mm-hmm. and lacking his truth. And we have it. And it is time for us no longer to walk in passivity. It's time for us to, as I had in my mind, just thinking like, you know, it's time to boss up and cross up and start to reconcile these realities of us as believers and um, of what we hold to be true. Is this really true? Am I truly living it? Am I hiding in my house or am I going out and making disciples as God has commanded us to do? He's given us all that we need to know in his word. And it's a beautiful thing because he breaks it all down. Like every part, every kind of social issue Mm -hmm. is so available for understanding. It's crazy how he's broken things down for me and and has reconciled some of the the confusion that's out there because it's easy to get caught up in it. It's real easy to get caught up in it. So believer, Christian out there, you know, focus up. Remember what you're here for. Um, we are truly, we're talking about a way to church. We are truly uh, aliens. <laughs> do aliens exist? Yes, they do. They're called believers. And, you know, um, to remember that that the goal is God's glory and for him to be known. Not, not um, all these other social buzzwords. That's not what should be falling off of our lips now. The truth of God, mm-hmm. the light of God should be coming out of our mouths. And I, I think if anything, those that, you know, um, 
and again, this isn't like as much as it is like this whole like, oh, everything seems to be like politicized and focused. It's bigger than just, you know, blues and reds or anything like Mm -hmm. that. It really reveals the heart, you know, in this whole process. And I'm not kind of going to tangent, but I'll, I'll wrap it up. But it made me really think those that are, you know, and even even I would say believers that agree with this whole, you know, taking a knee and bowing down and people making right. of the other half of humanity, another part of humanity, apologize. Apologize. And my thing, I will say the thing that really, that really kind of maybe think is a believer looking on the outside, looking in, especially other believers allowing those things to happen. Um, it made me think about Jesus and how he didn't make Judas wash his feet. Right. He bent down and washed Judas's feet. The very person he knew was going to betray him. And so as a believer, applauding that me personally when I would say personally but looking at God's word and looking at God's heart if you're a person that says that you are spirit filled Jesus loving put your trust in his son Jesus Christ and the work he did for you on the cross then it really isn't a, a matter of question of how you feel it's a matter of what daddy says and Jesus did whatever he says a father told him to do and and said whatever father told him to say and so, therefore, um, yeah, like as a believer, even allowing that or applauding that, you would just, I would encourage you just to step back, look at his word, look at Jesus and what he says to be to his enemies, be to your enemies or how to respond to your enemies. And it's clear. We know these things. And, I, and I'll, I'll say this much because I only, only heard, I feel God a few times clearly say something to me. I remember it was a struggle <clears throat> that I had loving someone. And I, I and let's be real, we have this idea, well, I'm not Jesus, so I, I don't have to do it. So, you know, <laughs> that's are, different. Right? You know, you know, Jesus had a little more little more leverage. He had, you know, kind of He's a, perfect. He had so. kind of an advantage compared to me. Well he right. says his spirit is in us. So that's kind of out the gate, out the out the way. So we're able to do those things that Jesus did in fact he said we're supposed to do greater things but nonetheless i remember i struggled loving this person and i had that idea well almost like do as i say but not as i do like i'm god so you gotta love because i tell you to love but i remember i struggled loving this person and um and i'm just like i just don't understand how to do this and it's just basically saying yes and i remember god saying real clearly to me um when the Spirit is speaking clear to me, he said, I will never, Monique, I will never ask you to do something I haven't done myself. And I realized you just, and you see Jesus. You see Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, in the Bible it says, while we as sinners, Christ died for us. While we were yet these, you know, aggressively violent against the things of God, he died for us nonetheless because he chose to love us in that way. And so, therefore, God in his, not only because he's God and he he can, but also in his confidence can say, I can actually do this because I myself have walked right. in this. I myself have loved you, even though you were an enemy to me. I myself had displayed that through my son, Jesus Christ. 
even though like he, you know, he was rejected, I sent him anyway and he willingly went knowing that you guys would reject him, knowing that you guys would lie about him, knowing that you guys would do these things to him, willingly put himself on the cross for you. I, so I think you can love this person. You know, I think you, I think you can do this. Because I'm asking you something, because I, I, I will never ask you something I haven't done myself, and that really stuck with me. Hmm. That all the all the things that God requests, all the things that God commands, aren't things that He just says because I'm God, and I said so. It's because right. I'm God. It's who I am, and I also did it. Mm-hmm. And I say so. Okay. And I say so. Yeah. Because <laughs> no, I say so, and because I am. Yeah, I he's, he's not a do as I say, say not as I do. Per God, he's yeah. not. He's he he says it. Mm-hmm. He does. Do it. as I say, and I also do as I do. As I do. What I ask you to do. <laughs> what I say. <laughs> but you know. Yeah, you all got it. You guys got it. Well, <laughs> um, I think I, I know we could go on, but hopefully next time we do this next uh, episode, which we will, yeah. uh, you know, I'll share uh, something the Lord uh, gave to me in, in my rest in regards to um, <clears throat> a lot of the social unrest and this attitude of uh, inequality and in race relations. Uh, I don't want to hammer on into, uh, you know, news of the past, but, you know, <laughs> if you are a Christian out there and you're dealing with just some of the hostility and the issues of like uh, a lot of these race relations don't know where to land, don't know how to, to speak on mm-hmm. um, this whole thing being black or white um, I, next time on, on the next episode, I'll share with you something the Lord gave me and it gave me absolute rest and peace. Um, and it put everything together for me. Mm-hmm. And I hope that, you know, uh, you'll be able to receive from that. So with that, I guess we'll go ahead and pray. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> bring it into our first episode, sister. Yeah. Thank you, Evelyn, for listening. Thanks, Evelyn, for listening. We love you, Evelyn. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but we'll, we'll close our prayer and thanks you guys for listening. I hope that, you know, uh, it was a blessing to you. Uh, Father God, Lord Jesus, we just thank you so much Lord, for this opportunity, um, to, um, share with others what you are continually and currently helping us to understand. We need your understanding and we pray God to lean more into your word. Um, Holy Spirit, the church needs your boldness. The church needs the confidence to walk in the truth of God and remember who we are, that we are citizens of heaven with the God of all creation who is on our side. And if God is for us, who can be against us? And that... um, you, Lord, in your word, say you want to just declare and show your glory and the world will know that you are God. So, Lord, remind us, help us daily to understand and walk in that identity renewed, God. Your church needs to remember who they are. Lord, uh, the, the enemy is defeated and we already know the end of the story. So we do not need to be fearful of men any longer. Uh, you said, what, what is it? What can man do to the body? But what God can not only do to the body and the soul. So Lord, we are sorry for not being accountable to you like we need to be and, and to reestablish and posture our mind and thinking into that of yours because your ways are higher. Your thoughts are higher, and our th- our job is not to bring your thoughts down, but to bring our thoughts up. So again, we thank you and we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm-hmm. All right, thanks, guys, for listening. <laughs> yeah. Bye.